Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COB is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the COB. I'm Juliet Sarley. Yeah, I'm Andrew Gagan. Great to be here, which um, look, plenty to consider today, Juliet. And what I'm calling it a pretty flat yeah. end to the day, isn't it? Bit ho-hum, wasn't it? I mean, we had mm. NVIDIA like shooting the lights out overnight, but our market pretty flat. The ASX 200, I think, is unchanged. Last time I looked, didn't move at all, around 7,608. Yeah. But, you know, a raft of earnings coming through today, and it really was from cheesemakers, miners, jewellery companies, just every sort of facet of the economy you can think of, really. Yeah, and, and quite a few hits and misses, exactly. too. No sort of real trends there emerging, but... Um, yeah, look, no doubt some investors are pleased, others pretty disappointed by what they're hearing because, of course, it's all about the guidance, isn't it? It is. Um, so a mixed bag is, is sort of how we coined today, given that you had Qantas profit declining but announcing that share buyback. LaVisa, the market really liked. We had interviews with the Medibank private CEO. You spoke to Insignia, I believe. Yeah, the- Insignia doing well. In fact, the market loved that as well, um, whereas um, some of the others less well received. A couple of the miners certainly under pressure. Pilbara, it's profit plunging. Mm. Um, IGO, similarly. Um, that was all on the lithium price. Yeah, the lithium price, obviously. Nickel also not helping in that market too for IGO. Yeah, well, let's talk about NVIDIA then. They've said NVIDIA to the moon. You wrote a really interesting piece that's going to come out in our newsletter today. I, I, I'd say not to the moon. I'd say it's gone beyond the moon now. <laughs> it's absolutely shot the lights out, hasn't it? You can use any phrase you want, but it just keeps on giving. Quite yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's just incredible. You know, when I came in this morning, and Nadine was talking to an analyst, a $2 billion beat. You know, the market was already pretty positive in terms of some of their forecasts. And then to, to come through with that is just $2 billion. Yeah, and of course, it is all on the back of AI. Yeah, I do have a view uh, out today in the newsletter too. Fascinating to see just what's going on with most um, saying that look, we're just at the beginning too. So how does a company like NVIDIA, how well placed is it? Well, it's pretty well placed, as we can see. Indeed. All right. And hello again, 1989, the Nikkei 225, which was already holding at those 34-year highs or around 34, um, is now at, what is 1989? I guess nearly a 35-year high. Yeah. No, come on. Give us the, the Taylor Swift reference. Okay. So... Anybody who knows Taylor Swift, mainly just me and Shane Oliver, knows that uh, our queen, our saviour, who is here in Sydney, just down the road, was born in 1989. She has a, an album called 1989. So I don't know if that's why the Nikkei is at 1989 highs, but yeah, everything's like about that. Taylor at the moment. She, she has just been to Japan, so maybe that's part of it. And I think a lot of it is more to do with NVIDIA, boosting those tech players in Japan, those chip makers, and a weak yen. All right, let's get to some of the sectors. Utilities uh, all had a good day. Mercury, New Zealand up by about 3%. Origin Energy up by about 3% as well. Yeah, consumer discretionary. Let's uh, take a look at that. Of course, it has confounded many uh, given the resilience. Just a little mixed as we've seen today. 
Uh, and looking at some of the energy players as well, Woodside, uh, of course, and Santos both uh, reported this week doing quite well, up by about eight tenths of one percent. Whitehaven Coal, not sure we'll call that an energy stock, but it is up one percent as well. Well, coal is energy. Um, Isn't it in the materials sector? Uh, yeah, oh. I guess you could argue both, couldn't you? Yeah. Anyway, let's get to uh, the corporate stories. Plenty of them coming our way. Fortescue lifting its uh, dividend, forty-four percent, in fact, to a dollar eight on strong iron ore price. Uh, we've seen that certainly over the past six months. Lavisa, we talk about that a lot, and obviously, as uh, we touched on earlier this week, they sold out of their Taylor Swift friendship bracelets, up eleven percent, twenty-seven dollars thirty. Uh, they saw profit up twelve percent for the first half. Yeah, and that hurt the short sellers. There were plenty of them on the mm. Lavisa stock. Many bank lifting sales and profits, despite uh, significant cybersecurity costs on the back of that online hack. And Nine Entertainment down almost 8%. It cut its dividend by 33% on a markedly weaker ad market. And as we mentioned, Pilbara profit plunging there has really impacted the lithium price, which has crashed over the past well, six months to the end of last year. All right, let's get to our guest now. Jonathan Takadina from MPC Markets joins us on the COB. Good to have you with us, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Do you think NVIDIA has gone beyond the moon? Um, look, if you look at it uh, from a, you know, just sort of, uh, from the tech bubble era when, uh, you know, stocks went absolutely through the moon, um, you'd go, well, look, this is just uh, well overvalued. Um, but then if you look at the underlying numbers, they've doubled their numbers four quarters straight. Um, they're still shipping out their, their chips to the data centers. I think Amazon's was, was last on the list to actually get their deliveries and they're just starting to get them now. And NVIDIA is coming out with a new chip, the B1000, B1, I believe they're going from the H1000. I'm not too tech-focused, but that's coming out later on, on this year. So I think uh, we're, there's still more room to grow on, mm. on that stock. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't go heads, heads deep and buy some here, but yeah. certainly if you're, if you're long already, just, just hold on for the ride. If it wasn't for NVIDIA, where would the US market be, do you think? I mean, it's amazing, just one stock, how it's driven that market. Well, if you you can clearly see it in the equal weight index. Like if you look at the S&P equal weight or even the Russell, they've mm. done nothing. So yeah, this whole rally has been driven all by AI. There's like four major caps that are just pushing it up. And uh, it's amazing, they've they carried the market on their back and they're doing a great job. Uh, it's interesting, our strap there, NVIDIA and Treasury Wine Estates. You don't often see those on the same <laughs> well, line. Well, cheers to NVIDIA. <laughs> cheers yeah, raise, raise cheers glass. to NVIDIA. But yeah. t- tell us what you're liking or not about Treasury Wine. Okay, well, last time I was here, I just recommended Treasury Wines at uh, around the 1050. And I was just saying that if it does get above the uh, placement price at 1080, it should keep rolling and it has uh, done its job. So. Obviously, uh, I don't know about yourself, but I've helped with the... I think I've helped a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. I think we've all, we've all dipped in there. Um, what, what are you looking for there? Because it's obviously picked up that business, that premium business in California, but it's yep. also about the China story. What, what are you seeing going forward then? Um, I just see, just just in general, like, like we're seeing, uh, there's a strong consumer base still out there. So people are still consuming the luxury brands. Um, you know, you can just see that people are still quite uh, happy to spend. And I think wine is uh, one of those. So um, I recommend that... A little bit earlier, you know, late late January, it's up about 14% since then. It's around 12, so we're going to be trimming some around these levels, but I think it's still got more to go. How would you categorise reporting season locally so far if you had to give it a, a report card score? I would give it maybe, oh, as you as you guys said, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. If, if you're in if you're in the right stocks, um, it's done really well. Like just just as an example, if you're in consumer discretionary, um, you know, West Farmers did well. 
but super cheap didn't do too well mm. you know um you've got Levisa shooting the lights out Setai did well so it, it certainly has been a mixed bag and um you know if you're in the right stocks fantastic if you missed it um the beats no the, the punishment hasn't been too bad so i think overall uh, the markets you know we're still around 7600 so it's still a bit quite bullish overall. Putting you on the spot, is there any sort of particular stocks you're holding that you have been disappointed with that has surprised you on the downside? Um, so the super cheap being one. Right. So I just thought, look, uh, consumer discretionary, it's in the right spot. They have managed their uh, inventory well and um, the share price has uh, done well. Unfortunately, the, the results haven't uh, come in line like it was just small small disappointments so yeah it pulled back a little bit today all right and um i guess we've still got a little bit more to go it could still change but uh, any sort of outlook on on what we might still see from the companies that haven't reported um i th- i think overall look we've, you've got the nikkei and new highs uh, our market's near highs nvidia's about to <laughs> break yeah. new highs tonight I just think overall this market wants to head higher. Um, The liquidity that the central banks have pushed into the markets, even though they've raised rates, uh, it hasn't hasn't slowed things down just yet. So I just think we're going to head to and grind higher from here. So even despite that macro outlook, which is clearly disappointing some investors, that any imminent rate cut appears to be pushed back, you don't think perhaps the market is getting ahead of itself, that we're in for a bit of a correction? I think at the moment, uh, the, cons- the consumers have shown you that uh, we- we're able to handle these rates. Because, um, you know, historically, uh, what are we, four and a half? Historically, that's not too high. Mm. You know, like if, we- <laughs> if the RBA were to start pushing it higher or the Fed starts pushing it higher, yeah, absolutely, I think we might slow it down. But the consumers showed and uh, the stock market showed that we're able to operate at these levels. Yeah, and we're buying luxury, we're buying La Visa. It's very, very interesting. Jonathan, thanks so much for your time. Jonathan Takadina uh, there from MPC Markets. All right, well, let's uh, return to some of those earnings results. Our stock of the day was Qantas, in fact, flagging a $400 million buyback as those profits slipped, uh, shares coming off as a result. Let's get to you. Uh, Josh Barker uh, joined us from Macro Capital and Sean Cartwright from Anadara Asset Management. I think they're, they're grasping. Um, not a lot to get excited about with this one. Profits are down, revenues are going to flat. Um, shareholder return is not there over the long term for, for an airline, um, and the COVID rebounds played out. So, um, yeah, not one we're overly excited about. I mean, there's a sell with plenty more opportunities out there. And prices are absurd. Yeah. There, there just isn't the provision to be able to book an overseas trip within days of departure anymore just because the costs are so high. Um, when it comes to Qantas, I, I agree with Josh. Um, I, I was a bit of a fanboy with Qantas last year, a, a couple of times on the show. Um, I actually think Alan Joyce did a really good job. I understand that the um, the consumer aren't a huge fan, but you have to look at things like their CapEx program that they've announced. They're, they're refreshing most of their fleet over mm-hmm. the coming years. They've got huge orders in um, for new aircraft The from both um, uh, Boeing and Airbus. I, I don't see anything um, to get me terribly excited, um, and there are much better value.
not terribly excited there by Qantas. Yeah, clearly not on board, you no. would say. Oh, Andrew, the nice, nice. Well, Qantas shares are not soaring today either. All right, let's have a look at what companies are doing well. Insignia Financial up 13%. What did the uh, CEO say to you? Oh, well, look, you know, he was pleased, as is the market, uh, clearly, because they are turning around, particularly their advice business, which has mm. been under so much pressure. Uh, and uh, so that's showing uh, positive green shoots. And as a result, um, yeah, obviously heading in the right direction. Um, we've also spoken about LaVisa there. Um, it uh, was also surprised many, as I was saying, those short sellers with it uh, growing its net profit by 12%. And, uh, and Domino is making a more of a comeback there, I guess. Um, you know, questions whether, you know, have certainly seen the lows there given the, the problems that its business has had, particularly some of its overseas units. All right, having a look at some of the laggards. Um, Tabcorp down 12.3%, Nine Entertainment cutting its dividend, as we mentioned. Super Retail, Jonathan was just touching on. Qantas, of course, as we flagged there, and Eagers Automotive down 5.6%. Looking, Andrew, at some of the leaders in the small end of town. Yeah, and uh, well, a bit of a mixed bag there, as you can see, certainly um, 40 memory, 88 energy in the uranium space, which had a good bounce as well. Tauger also in resources, universal store in terms of retail and Tamboran in terms of energy. So we're right across the board. All right. And having a look at the laggards in the small cap, uh, the reject shop. So interesting, LaVisa doing so well, the reject shop not down 14 uh, percent. Brazilian Rare Earth, OneView Healthcare, Cog State and 3P Learning all amongst the laggards. All right, well, NVIDIA was, of course, the focus on Wall Street. What are we going to see tonight? I think we've got data on jobless claims, a number of things happening. Yeah, as you can see, uh, certainly the flash PMIs, that's going to be an interesting read just to get a a greater sense of where the uh, US economy is travelling, home sales as well. And, yeah, we've had a raft of uh, Fed members speaking uh, more tonight. And interesting, Kyle Rotter was telling me earlier, you know, these flash PMIs are also going to be key for for how we'll trade tomorrow as well. But of course, we've also got a number of companies coming through with earnings as well on the final day of the week. So we've got Accent Group, uh, Brambles, Eagers. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> See, look, there are so many, in fact, so many. that we, we can't, can't keep up with our them. graphics. Yeah, Let so me what? tell you, Accent Group, yeah. Brambles. No, we, have we got Eagles Automotive or was that today? I thought that was today. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it is on the list. It has, uh, well, it's obviously coming. Sandfire, Bapcorp also. Yeah, a very busy day and we'll get across all of those. And of course, we had so many CEO interviews you can catch up with as well on ausbiz.com.au. Uh, a quick look at where the markets Gee, are looking. Okay, you're in the green. Um, barely, one point there. The ASX 200 is up two points, 7,610. That's a nice round mar- number. Markets do love a good number. And yeah, I think the takeaway today was Qantas, Medibank lagging, um, Fortescue rising. You know, it just continues to get a benefit from that iron ore price. So all that effort we've put in today, absolutely nothing to show for it. We've ended <laughs> up where we began. <laughs> oh, well, at least um, at least we tried. As You can only do your best. We'll try again tomorrow. We we'll will. see you then. We'll see you then. <laughs> Cheers. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 